Well, uh, good morning everyone. Hopefully uh, you can hear us and you can see us. Uh, welcome to Carrickfocus Vineyard Church. Uh, my name is Paul and this is uh, Chantelle. We, we lead the church and this is brand new to us. And uh, I hope that you're at home relaxing. Perhaps you're in your dressing gown or as the Lane Fugard says, you're in your jammies. And uh, you're watching this live at, uh, at home with your cornflakes, your toast, or maybe you've got bacon on the go or whatever it is. But uh, we're in the comfort of our home, and uh, we're just so glad that you joined us. It's, uh, I, as I was reminiscing, I was thinking, do you know, at the age of nine, 1982, I was uh, eagerly expecting the arrival of a new TV station. We had BBC One, we had BBC Two, and we had ITV in those days. And uh, I remember with bated breath watching uh, this TV, which was lit literally as deep as it was wide in those days, waiting for the launch of a new TV channel. And at 4.45, Carol Vorderman and a number of others, they launched onto the screen with this brilliant program called Countdown, which for a nine-year-old isn't that interesting, seeing as it's all about maths and English. And uh, let alone uh, a conundrum, I can't even speak, I can't even spell even uh, what a conundrum is even now. So why that was so exciting all those years ago, I, I just don't know. But here we are, can you believe it, all those years later, we're broadcasting uh, live to anyone who's part of our church, or maybe you've tuned in uh, from our local community, and uh, you're watching, it's just good to be with you. Chance, what's happening? So we're meeting together as church in the name of Jesus, where two or three are gathered together, he's present. And despite the fact that we're not physically together, he is still with us. And many other Christians in our town, in this country and around the world, are going to be meeting together like this as well. Normally when we have church, and um, we meet at Carrick Fergus Academy School on the North Road, and we would have our welcome, and then after that we would have worship. We sing a few songs together because we believe that as we do that, it helps us connect with God and it leads us into the presence of Jesus. And we're going to so miss doing that together today. But Sergi, our worship leader, has suggested a couple of worship songs to listen to on YouTube and we've posted those up on Facebook and our website. Of course, if you don't like Sergi's song selection, you're free to choose your own. Now you can be your very own worship leaders. So please listen to those songs, worship God yourselves, and we need worship more than ever. And after our worship on a Sunday morning, we normally have the notices. So we have notices, we have things to let you know that are happening. Um, normally we say, if you're new here, we'd love to connect with you, and we give you our Carrick Fergus Vineyard coffee mug. So you can still do that, you can still connect with us if you want to keep up to date with what's happening, even online, just email info at carrickfergusvineyard.org and we'll add you to our list. And when things are better, we will give you in person the Carrick Fergus Vineyard travel mug. We want to keep meeting together in groups. and In our church, we have life groups, which are vital to create community and journey life together. And we do need to still journey life together. So we're in the process of setting up online life groups, which you're going to be able to sign up to soon and join. So keep an eye out on our website. Don't be intimidated by technology and doing it via FaceTime or Zoom or Google Hangout. If Paul and I can manage this, you guys can manage anything. 
Um, on we usually have Friday church, and um, last Friday I posted a short message on YouTube instead. So things like that are happening, and you can access them, uh, access them on this YouTube channel. Jillian's gonna be sending out resources that you can use at home with the, the children or kids, Pastor Jillian, and Emma, our youth leader, is looking into how we can connect the youth online as well. So all those things are gonna be happening. We want to keep connecting with our community and showing compassion. That's a real value of ours. So we're going to be telling you later about a way you can love your neighbours. Also, we need prayer more than ever. Today, the churches across this country are calling for a national day of prayer. And we as Vineyard Churches are going to be joining with them. We've posted prayer details, photos and and prayer points online on, on Facebook and the link is on our website so let's pray we're all going to light a candle at 7pm and put it in our window to encourage each other and symbolise the prayers going up and I'll be speaking about that later and finally it is Mother's Day Happy Mother's Day Happy Mother's Day to me. <laughs> We're celebrating mums of all kinds. We should have been meeting together for our reach afternoon tea down in our venue and we will do that again when we're allowed to. But thank you all mums everywhere, aunties, grannies, foster mums, stepmums, mums of all kinds. We celebrate you today and please watch the wonderful Home for Good video that we would have been showing at church. Again, the link is online. So that's a lot of notices for an online thing, but there you go. And Paul's just going to share some thoughts with us now, and then I'll finish at the end. And we're so grateful that you're here with us. Thank you for joining us. Wow. Can you believe we're here? Can you believe that this is what we're doing? Uh, things have just travelled and moved so quickly over the past uh, number of days and a couple of weeks. And uh, it just seems so bizarre for for ourselves getting organized and getting set up like i'll be honest with you i haven't felt this nervous in weeks and uh i, I don't even have you guys to kind of connect with in terms of uh, bouncing off and all that sort of stuff instead i'm actually looking at an owl uh on an aisle as you would call it it's about this big and i'm kind of looking at these two beady eyes and uh anyway here goes this is the our first and best shot of uh, doing this and but this will be the new norm as it were uh, the con coronavirus clearly has uh, just impacted our whole world and our lives and it's just uh, taking just significant effect uh, right across the land and uh, my guess is for you as it has been for us the first thing that we do is we begin to see well how does this affect us what is the impact that it's kind of having on our individual lives um, this week has been interesting to kind of figure out goodness, how, how, how the heck do you run a church or lead a church when you can't meet together? And, uh, you know, as Chantelle's already mentioned, you know, we've looked at, uh, we have a YouTube channel now, we're doing this now, we're looking at uh, virtual online groups using Zoom and using Google Hangout and Google Meet. And we've had a few conversations uh, with other people ourselves just this week. And uh, some have been good and some have been uh, just grappling with the technology, but, uh, but we're going to get used to that. It's just the new norm as it will be for the, for the next uh, number of, uh, of days, weeks, and um, potentially months ahead. As a family uh, with children at school, we've, we've looked at that. We've grappled with the whole thing of what's going on with, with, with our children. 
uh, our eldest Sam, uh, who's actually walking the dog right now. Big shout out to Sam because uh, he'll be bouncing all over the show, and uh, he's taking him out. So thank you, Sam. He's uh, he's year twelve, and he's absolutely delighted the fact that he's not going to have to sit any GCSE exams. But um, we're also gearing up for tomorrow, Monday, which will be uh, which will be the new norm for us in, in the household. Our youngest hope, she's. Uh, She's drawn up a timetable, starts at nine o'clock. We've got five periods a day. We'll be working during the time that they're studying and we'll have breaks and we'll have lunch together and all the rest. You can imagine that we're really, really looking forward to uh, doing that together. <laughs> That's going to be interesting. Uh, many of you during the course of the last week, I'm sure, have been facing far harsher realities. For some of you working in the medical profession, uh, already overworked and stressed, now increasing that workload. And we just champion you and uh, we thank you, we honour you and we are praying for you. And also for other key workers, as the term has been uh, mentioned, you'll be providing communications, you'll be uh, working in supermarkets and supply chains and for others still working in education. You're our heroes, and uh, again, we're praying for you. For others, you'll be uh, pondering and facing far harsher realities of potentially losing jobs or uh, losing working hours, and that uh, the knock-on effect will be a loss of income. Others uh, experiencing or having underlying health issues or perhaps elderly or you're, you're caring for someone in that position or you're just concerned for them. Uh, these realities uh, affect us on a deeply personal level. And then if we look to the world around us, the global impact is absolutely enormous. It's a time of great testing, great shaking for the whole world. It's affected every uh, institution, every support and system and structure that we have. Uh, the financial markets have been hit massively right across the world. A healthcare system is uh, stretched and is going to be stretched like never before. Global travel has been impacted greatly. Very early, the Fly B going bust and other airlines, I'm sure, will be greatly impacted. Education system is significantly impacted. We want to thank the schools. We want to thank the schools of Carrick Fergus, teachers, uh, principals there, just done a stunning job. You've been uh, communicating really, really well and up-to-date information, and we thank you for that. The whole area of sports has been significantly impacted. It's funny where, what our priorities are like. Our, our second-born Owen uh, is, is most perturbed about the fact that the Euros won't be taking place this summer. And will Liverpool finally actually lift the Premier League uh, title? Uh, it still remains to be seen. Uh, the workplace has been significantly impacted. Many of us uh, can work from home, but others uh, maybe not so. And then, of course, family life and community greatly affected. And that's really where uh, what we do has, uh, has really made us look at, you know, how do we do this? How do we remain as a community uh, together during this time? The world is in turmoil and there's a great shaking amongst the nations. Everyone is impacted, and we as Christians, we are not immune to the impact and the effect that it's having. It's important that we see that not only in the natural, in terms of what's happening to our actual physical lives, uh, is taking place, but also the supernatural 
impact that's taking place as well. Our battle is not against COVID-19, but as we read in Ephesians 6, our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. It's important that during this time we trust in him, we listen to him, and we hope in him. We shared these verses in the video that we put together early in the week, and uh, that was interesting. That was a six-minute clip, and uh, it took us probably in total time, maybe... Don't say that. Don't say that. <laughs> A long time. It took us a long time and uh, a bit of friction between us. Yes. Yes, as you can imagine. But anyway, uh, Shant, uh, why don't you just read those those verses, repeat them again. Um, these verses are amazing and they've been keeping me going all week from Psalm 46 and I'm reading in the Passion Translation. God, you're such a safe and powerful place to find refuge. You're a proven help in time of trouble. More than enough and always available whenever I need you. So we will never fear, even if every structure of support were to crumble away. We will not fear, even when the earth quakes and shakes, moving mountains and casting them into the sea. For the raging roar of stormy winds and crashing waves cannot erode our faith in you. Those verses have been keeping me going all week and then I couldn't believe it when my friend Emily messaged me yesterday and said, here's a psalm for you and it was Psalm 46, God just reassuring and reinforcing and maybe it's the time to have verses and worship songs on repeat right now. So in the video that we posted earlier in the week, uh, we reminded ourselves really of three important things, three things which are really the values and the hallmark of what makes us us and the way in which we lead church. And those three things are taken from the two greatest commandments, to love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your soul, and to love your neighbour as yourself. And as we practice those things, we begin to fulfil the Great Commission, which is to go out into the world and to, uh, to make disciples and to, 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 to love and share what we have and what God has given to us, to, to other people. And so we just want to remind ourselves and take some time just to remind ourselves those three things. And they, they are simply that during this time that we, first of all, stay connected to Jesus. Secondly, that we stay connected towards one another. And then thirdly, where possible, that we would reach out to those in need. Chantel at the end is just going to share a really helpful way that we can do that. And uh, just wanted to highlight as well uh, just another practical need right now, the Carrot Fergus Food Bank, which is run by Alex and Gwen at JVC Church. They uh, put out uh, uh, just that they need uh, tin tomatoes and tin foods and a number of other items. You can connect with those guys on Facebook. Uh, but that's just another brilliant way in which we can reach out. So first of all, stay connected to Jesus. The psalm that Chantel has just read says this, God, you're such a safe and powerful place to find refuge. You're a proven help in time of trouble. He is the one in which we hope in, that we cling to, that we trust in. And this virus is going to bring millions of people across the world to our knees. And it's time like this that we really go on our knees before the Lord. We are going to have time on our hands like never before and it's a good opportunity to practice his presence. 
it's a good opportunity perhaps to go back to our podcast when we did our teaching series on becoming. Good opportunity to practice things like Lectio Divina, the prayer of examine, centering prayer. Perhaps you're going to want to read uh, the great resource that uh, our dear friend Andy Smith at Belfast Vineyard wrote called How to Spend Time with Jesus, and then to practice it. It's a great time to read the scriptures, to listen to podcasts, to use the Lectio uh, 365 app, which is on our smartphones, to watch online sermons or uh, listen to worship music or spend time in silence and solitude. During this time is just a great opportunity to deepen our relationship with Jesus. If I'm honest, uh, I'm sort of slightly apprehensive with that. Uh, if you know me, you'll know that how much I really enjoy being outside, the outdoors. You know how much I enjoy being busy and doing stuff. And uh, yet this time that lays ahead for us is, is, is just going to bring a stop uh, to that. And uh, if I'm willing to embrace it, this is just a great opportunity to see what God is going to do in the period of contemplation, in, in the place of uh, being confined. And as I was pondering that, I was thinking, goodness, how many times do we read in the scriptures where uh, God really met with key people that we read about? Uh, Paul wrote most of, uh, or many, parts of the, the letters and scripture as we know it from the place of prison. Joseph was humbled during his time in prison. God spoke to Moses in the desert and Elijah actually goes into the wilderness to, to die and uh, God in that place actually speaks to him. He provides uh, food for him in that place and speaks to him there. And of course we read time and time again, don't we, that Jesus often withdrew to a solitary place to spend time with the Father. So it's important that we stay connected to Jesus. But secondly, uh, we need to stay connected to one another. Praise the Lord for technology. I thought I'd never say that, hey? <laughs> but uh, goodness, uh, in Hebrews it says, let us consider how we may spur one another on towards love and good deeds, not giving up meeting together, as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging one another. It is going to be impossible soon to literally physically get together and meet together for the foreseeable future. But thanks to these virtual life groups, which we're going to be uh, rolling out this week, hopefully very soon you're going to hear information about that. And all being well, they'll start the following Monday, uh, which is March the 30th. Uh, you'll receive some communication on that if you're on our newsletter, uh, you're on our database. But uh, Google Hangout and Zoom and all those other things are just great opportunities to connect in a virtual way. But also, it's not limited just to that. How else can we encourage one another? How else can we stay connected? Uh, Laura Farrell, who's uh, part of our church, a big shout out to the Farrells if you're watching out in Car Money or Glen Gormley or wherever that is that you live out there. <laughs> Laura suggested she wants to set up a, a WhatsApp prayer group. Uh, for people, if you want to be part of that and join in with that, just simply to, to join and you can put in your prayers and you can stay connected in that way. And uh, We really just don't want people to feel isolated. And uh, if you're in need at uh, any time during this time, please, you need to connect, you need to reach out, you need to shout. It's going to just be impossible to really know. Uh, as time goes on, there, there may be time when you really... Uh, will need help. You'll need someone to literally go out and get you stuff for you. 
and uh, please please uh, don't be alone stay connected and it's important that we also take the initiative to to ring people or whatever it might be and uh, do that it's going to be absolutely vital as time goes on which leads me nicely on to our last point which is where possible where we would reach out i began kind of talking about how uh, the effect of the coronavirus makes us, first of all, look at ourselves inward, how it actually impacts our lives and my life. And yet we know better that it's not just about us, it's about others. And it's about how can we look outward. I was talking to a friend of mine earlier in the week and he said simply this, it's going to be interesting, the model of church that we've been so used to is the church gathered. And it's going to be really interesting to see how uh, what the church looks like and how the church operates when the church now is scattered. And it's really important that we still look out, that we reach out and that we engage with people. And it's important that we practice to love our neighbour. I stole this uh, next bit, this story, uh, uh, alongside with some of this other material that I've been sharing from Pete Gregg, who spoke recently. And he shared this brilliant story about the plague of uh, Carthage in 215 AD. Now, I'd never even heard of Carthage until I watched the film Gladiator. But anyway, it's a, it's a massive city, or was a massive city in the ancient uh, Roman world, uh, and is now modern-day Tunisia. But uh, during 215, there was a great plague there, uh, which impacted hundreds and thousands of people's lives and tore right the way through the people. And it was described, the people were described there, that they were shuddering and fleeing those who were contagious. There were carcasses literally being dumped in piles. And the Christians there, they were urged not to flee, not to run away, but to stay and to remain and to care for those who remained. And what's really important about that story to understand is simply this that prior to this plague, the Christians there were persecuted. They were killed because of their faith. And now, this time, now that the plague had come, you'd think, alongside with everyone else, just flee and get away to safety. But they were urged to stay, to remain, and to care for those uh, who were there, to show Christ the love. And it was reported that those who stayed and nursed, those that could, uh, had a higher survival rate. Our faith in these times are going to be proven during this great shaking. It's going to be proven because faith works. You want to share those uh, yeah. those letters that we're, we're going to be doing today? So um, thank you to Phil Milnes because I wondered today, I saw this thing um, that someone else had suggested and it was basically about love your neighbour. Can you see that? <laughs> yeah? So... Um, we have printed these out and we're going to be putting them online so you can print them out at home if you want and give them out to your neighbours or if you need to, we can print loads and, and deliver them to you. But it's basically saying we believe in community and the strength of helping and supporting each other. And um, We know that some people want may be isolated on their own and need friendly neighbours, so to create a community solution. 
So you can put this through every door in your street and we have one for Facebook or if you'd rather do it one for WhatsApp. Just put your number on it and then people in your street can join into the Facebook group or the WhatsApp group and then you can all communicate with one another and if someone needs help, someone in that street or that community can help them out. So it's a great way for us to love our neighbours and to care for one another. So this isn't just oh let's put a flyer through the door and invite someone to an event this could actually be life-saving for someone this could help someone's physical health mental health emotional health spiritual health by you putting this through their door and then being able to connect with you and as the situation changes every day we don't know what it's going to be like tomorrow or by the end of the week so don't just say oh we'll get around to that literally i am going to put these through the doors of my street today so my neighbours know my number and we can know each other's numbers and connect with people and bless them and some people in our church have already done that they've already put wee notes through their neighbour's door and they're having chats with neighbours online or on text that they'd never connected with before so you know this is the church scattered street by street literally neighborhood by neighborhood this is a wonderful way to do it so we'll be having that online and you can download it and print it or let us know if you need copies and we will do that for you um paul shared some verses from ephesians 6 earlier that we are our struggles not against flesh and blood but against the principalities and powers of this dark world and in Ephesians 6 as well we are also called to put on the armour of God and I encourage you to go and read that in Ephesians 6 and why do you put armour on what's the point of putting armour on because you need to fight because you're going into a battle and um, Ephesians six eighteen says and pray in the spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests with this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all the Lord's people. I believe that this is a time that we need to fight in prayer. It says, be alert, wake up, listen to the Holy Spirit and pray in the Spirit on all occasions. And this morning I woke up really early at six o'clock and I just couldn't get back to sleep. And I just kept thinking of the battle of Jericho and Joshua 6. And we spoke about that in church before when we read the Circle Maker book. That battle looked impossible. The walls of Jericho were impenetrable and God told them to march around the city for seven days. Now that is not your normal battle plan. God has to break through and keep, we need to keep praying and we need to ask God, this is like nothing we've ever faced before. These walls seem impenetrable. They're, it doesn't seem like there's any way through this. So we need to pray and ask God for a battle plan. We're helpless without him, but we can endure and be courageous like Joshua was with him. And I think in these days we need to really define the promises we, that God wants us to claim. Be specific. Be specific in your prayers. What are your prayers? Mine are to keep my mum and dad in their 70s safe, to protect my friends who are nurses and doctors. Mine are to see God's kingdom come in our community for us to be salt and light, for us to be the church. You know, what are your prayers? Be specific. What are the miracles you want to see? Let's keep circling the walls in prayer until we see them come down. On our 
website and Facebook, there's so many good points for prayer for this National Day of Prayer. We can be praying for NHS staff. We can be praying for leaders all over the place, lead wisdom like never ever before. We can pray for the church to rise up and be the hands and feet of Jesus. Why not pray for the miracle? Pray for the end of this virus. We have faith and hope and we want everyone to have that. Let God's kingdom break out and to come on earth as it is in heaven. Guys, this is a battle cry. We are the people of God and we have a weapon. It's called prayer. It's called intercession. It's called worship. It's called standing on the promises of scripture. And many of us are tucked away in our homes right now. And if we aren't, we should be. Um, but if, you know, some of us can't, some of us are NHS staff working in shops, those other key workers, and they are our heroes, as Paul said earlier. But we are not in ivory towers. You know, I saw this thing in Facebook and it said, your grandparents were called to war, were called to save the country by sitting on the couch and watching Netflix. We can do this. I'm sorry, but no, like maybe a little bit of Netflix, but not all of the time. This is a call to battle, a call to action, a call to pray like never before. And I was just thinking a wee bit, it's like we're in, say, like we're in the ark, like Noah's ark. Let's not just sit there and pray for the floodwaters to come down so we can all toddle out safely at the end. You know, and that's not a proper analogy because God promised he's not going to flood the earth again. And I am not saying this is a flood like Noah's Ark. But if you use that picture, let's pray for the floodwaters not to raise so high for the people who have to be outside. Those heroes and vulnerable people that we care about. Let's pray that they don't come to harm. Pray against this coronavirus. Let's not accept the inevitable. Flatten the curve, not just by staying in, but by praying and fasting and crying out to God. It's the time for us as God's people to do that like never before. So as I've said, we've posted up that link for the National Day of Prayer and it encourages us to light a candle in our window at 7pm. That's a symbol that's going to encourage us all if we see loads of candles lit up in windows near us. But let's not just have a gesture. Like imagine if we all pray today and then the days ahead and we see a tide turn. Imagine if it, the things that we're anticipating, this awful tsunami of people dying alone imagine if that didn't happen because we prayed i don't know but i'm just not i'm gonna try anyway i'm gonna pray i'm gonna say god have mercy and hear our prayers and having remembered that story in joshua 6 this morning i thought of the worship song jericho which we have posted the link to for you guys to listen to and the words say just like the walls came down at jericho just like the armies fled when worship rose we believe in breakthrough we believe in you just like the voice that calmed the raging sea just like the veil was torn at calvary we believe in breakthrough we believe in you our God is so powerful. He's the one who makes silly walls come down with a shout of worship. He's His voice can calm a storm. I said that in Friday church. You know, the sacrifice of Jesus tore the veil in two. We're coming up to Easter. The cross was horrific, but the cross was not the end. Resurrection came. Jesus died and rose again. There's power in his name. So let's cry out for that. Let's pray. Let's pray like never before. Let's pray together. 
when you're in your life groups and your Zoom calls, WhatsApp and your friends, pray, put out scripture. We need to rise up and be the people of God and pray. So what we're going to do now is we're going to finish by praying and Thank you for joining us. Yeah. This is a bit weird being online, being in our living room, but we are the people of God and we're going to keep meeting. So let's pray together. Jesus, I thank you that you are the God who calms the region sea. I thank you that the veil was torn in two and that you died and rose again. I thank you that walls can come tumbling down when we raise up a shout of worship. So, Lord, would you help us as the people of God to rise up in prayer. Lord, help us to, to listen to your Holy Spirit and know what you're calling us to pray and cry out for. Help us to be specific. Lord, we pray right now for those who have coronavirus yes. in hospital. We pray healing in Jesus' name, yes. miraculous healing. Yes. We pray for those nurses and doctors and support staff and cleaners who are already exhausted. God, give them energy, give them wisdom, give them everything they need for this task. Lord, we pray for wisdom for our leaders. We pray for the church to rise up. We pray you'd help us to love our neighbours, to be the hands and feet in, mm. of Jesus. And Lord, we just pray for miracles in these days. We pray, God, for hope to rise up and for your kingdom to come and for your will to be done. And Lord, we stand on your promises. We say you are our refuge and our strength, our ever-present help in time of trouble. So, Lord, we just pray all these things and we give you glory and we give you worship and we pray, have mercy in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Thank you, God. Thank you guys for joining us. Thank you, God, for being with us. And we just need you more than ever. We need God. We need each other. So let's just join together and keep, keep, yeah, just keep on keeping on. That's good. Okay. Uh, we're going for coffee now. Yes. And uh, we've got our own donuts at home. Would you like one, babe? Um, all right, thanks. I already have one for breakfast. No, definitely gonna have one. All right, guys, we love you so much. Um, we love our church, we love our community, and we look forward to seeing you online again soon. God bless. Happy Mother's Day. Bye. Bye.